Nebraska Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata Mornings, Social Studies. Brought to you by HigherPrice.com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. To make up for my voice squeaking in the last segment, I will speak like this. As I introduce Sarah Gazelle to take us through some social studies. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What do you have for us today, well, Sarah? I actually, yeah. it's like a, sounds like some creepy old timey radio does, voice, doesn't it? Does. It, it totally right? does. Yeah, it's like a story time that I don't want to listen to. All right. Traffic and weather on the ten. <laughs> <laughs> we are Bickley and Murata mornings, and we are going to social studies, uh, specifically from Twitter slash X at Bickley underscore Murata. Jarrett Carlin posts some questions. You guys respond with your answers, and I get to read my favorites. It's really, um, it's the best part of the deal, I do have to say. Thank goodness you're back. This is where we <laughs> missed you the absolute oh, most. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I thought you were talking to them sitting no. in their correct seats no, again. No, and uh, imagine now that I can see you guys. Jared saying that. Imagine how we feel. <laughs> imagine how the listener feels. Bless there was a point in, in one of them that I just couldn't read what I was trying to read because my vision is so bad. Yeah. What? Do you need glasses? He's, yeah. he's got them. I just won't wear them. You do? Oh, very yeah. cool. That's good for the job where you press buttons. I'm starting to understand. Mm. <laughs> good. Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump in. We are going to start with the Phoenix Sun, specifically the uh, topic of our last conversation just a few minutes ago. Bull, bull. Bull, bull. He had another night last night that got the Suns fans talking. Footprint Center was a buzz with bull, bull taking the floor and uh, having some impact plays as well. So we are asking for your thoughts on him and how he fits into the Suns rotation. Three options for you to vote on. You want more bull, bull. You want less bull, bull. Or just enough bull bull. Jared's mad at me because I'm not doing the more, bull. more, bull bull, less, less, bull bull. Uh, it's written there um, uh, on Twitter. I gotcha. Yeah. So what do you think? Does he need I, more minutes? I want, I want Chipotle to sign him to an endorsement and create a lunch menu. The bull, bull, bull. <laughs> I want That's him to I open want. up his own bowling alley. Oh, I like it. I like it. The bull, bull, bull. The bowlerama. Oh, oh, that's taken already. Maybe you could sponsor one of the bowl games in Arizona. Yes. It could be the bowl, bowl, the bowl. The bowl, bowl, bowl. <laughs> it's brilliant and I love it. But to answer the question, yeah. I think just enough bowl, bowl right now. He's working his way back from injury, getting his wind back. He's still uh, you know, positively mm. impacting games. Let him naturally carve out a bigger role if this happens. We've seen up okay. and down trends with a lot of bench players, so yeah. he's not immune to it either. Mm-hmm. But uh, just kind of ride the wave right now, I think. Yeah, I think there's danger in asking for more bull bull. Because, again, this is kind of where he's gotten bull, in trouble. Bull, bull, bull. Right, this bull. is where he's gotten into trouble yeah. in the past. And, and I, he can be a, 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 a turnover machine. As we've seen in the past, so I, I I think I think the yeah this little kind of bits and pieces are the way to do it. Okay, let him build some everywhere he's played. Goes. Everywhere he's played, fans have wanted more bull bull, yeah. and there's yes. a reason that they haven't necessarily gotten it. So I agree. Let, let prove it. Okay, our listener vote more more less less or just enough. <laughs> 49% say they're seeing just enough bull bull for now. This this is good. Keep him where he is. 47% want more. 
Only 3% say less bulbul, please. Timbo says he's got his moments of sloppiness where he does too much with the ball, but you can see his potential. I think he's earned a spot in the rotation because he has the ability to be a game changer. Jag83 says bulbul needs to be less passive. Sometimes he gets the mismatch, but then he doesn't take advantage of it. And just some guy says Bulbul can be a great weapon, but not a starting caliber guy. Maybe not even an every game off the bench guy. All right. Getting to our next question. Uh, we've been talking about the Super Bowl all morning long, talking about Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy, the local guy, Andy Reid, Kyle Shanahan. So we're asking whose legacy or reputation can be most impacted I guess either positively or negatively by this Super Bowl and why. So the four options are mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, Kyle Shanahan, Patrick Mahomes, mm. or the Chiefs as a dynasty. I have my answer, but I want to hear yours first, Bick. I I think I don't know. It, it's I I can I can make a different but compelling cases for three of them. I can too. I'm going to say ultimately. Uh, I think that it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. I agree with you completely. Brock Purdy, if he wins one, it's going to shut up a lot of the game managers. Temporarily. Not, not all of it. Yeah, right. right. Just for um, a little. Kyle Shanahan will get off the schneid as a big game coach that hasn't gotten it done. But Patrick Mahomes will inch closer toward Tom Brady just seven years into his career, which is... That's going to be the most talked about thing, especially if he plays really well in winning a third Super Bowl. So Mm -hmm. that's my answer as well. Okay, I would have voted for Patrick Mahomes as well. But right now, 44% of our voters say Brock Purdy's reputation or legacy will be most impacted in this Super Bowl. It's close the rest of the way. 21% say Kyle Shanahan. 20% say Patrick Mahomes. 16% say the Chiefs as a dynasty. Seabacher44 says Kyle Shanahan, he'll be most impacted because if he loses, he will have a huge black eye of not winning again, even with the best roster in football. If he wins, he will be forever viewed as successful. Paulson J. Healy says, well, my first vote would have been for Andy Reid, but in this poll, my vote is Kyle Shanahan. He's blown two Super Bowl leads to lose as a coordinator and as a head coach. If he wins Sunday, a monkey is off his back. I agree with that. I'm getting to our final question today, talking about doppelgangers. Ah. And forgive me, I completely forgot why. Brock Purdy and Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, yeah. I wanted to... uh, get that out of my brain. One of the dumbest things I've heard this week. (laughs) Whoever asked that question should be ashamed of himself. Do we know who that was? Did anyone ID the voice? Okay, I I did not. Okay, yes. So Brock Purdy, for those who missed it, uh, was asked by a reporter at Super Bowl Media Days if he um, had ever been told that he looked like Lee Harvey Oswald. And he said, "Um, no, this is the first I'm hearing of that. So we're asking you guys, who have you been told that you look like famous people. <laughs> I have quite I have quite the range. Do you? When I was younger, and I'm these are not coming from me. Mm-hmm. I got Freddie Prince Jr. <gasps> I got Matthew Broderick once upon a time. And okay. also Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Alan Ruck. Uh, as a, a, a older adult, uh, somebody described me and said I looked like Patton Oswalt. 
<laughs> and now, and now I think it's Dan Graziano from ESPN. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes. What wow. are you, Bick? Do you get um, any celebrity uh, comparisons? No, uh, younger, somebody much younger. Somebody said I look like Dean Martin. I never oh, quite whoa. saw. I never quite okay. saw it, but that's the only that's the only thing I got for. Were you on the sauce at the time? I saw. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza yeah. pie? I think it's Amare. <laughs> I mean, Amare. I mean, it's Amare and Amare. All right. It's Marion. Oh, my goodness. All right. Jarrett has obviously gotten Screech. Yes. Yeah. Lots of and Screech. Screech and Lil Dicky had a kid together. It Lil Dicky, a young Elliot Gould, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, huh. the Savage Brothers. Ben and Fred. So anyone with big curly brown hair, that's yeah. pretty much what yeah. you get. Who do okay. you who have you gotten? All Sarah? of Hollywood's top Jews is how I've been, <laughs> <laughs> been compared to. Well, congratulations. Uh in the past I've heard Claire Danes via um okay. what was that super famous show like eight years ago? Uh, Homeland. Uh, Home, Homeland, Home, yes. Is that what it's called? Home, yes, yeah. yes, yes, Homeland. When when that became really popular, I started getting that. All right. Uh we don't really have time to get to our listener replies, but there are some great ones, including people posting photos of themselves side by sides with the people they are told they are uh they look similar to. So that's on Twitter slash X at Bickley underscore Marana. Check those out. Thank you, yes. Sarah. Thanks uh, your everybody. son replied. There might be a response of interest to you there. Wow. I see it. Yes. Sounds like he's hating on himself, <laughs> and I don't care for it. <laughs> Everyone be nice Let to yourself. talk with that young man. Yes. Social studies every day at 9 o'clock. You can get involved at uh, X at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, our weekly visit with the one and only Mark Schlereth. Super Bowl fun in the Woo-hoo. future. Bickley Murata mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. NFL analyst Mark Schlereth talks football with Bickley and Murata. Brought to you by Earnhardt Ford and Chandler. Shop local. Shop EarnhardtFord.com. Bickley and Murata mornings live from the auction community studios here on Arizona Sports. Time for our weekly NFL talk, the Super Bowl edition. As we are joined by the one and only Mark Schlereth from NFL on Fox and our sister station, 104.3 The Fan in Denver at Denver Sports. Mark, good morning. Happy Super Bowl week. Oh, good morning to you guys. Always great to be on with you. Always fun. And this week is always great. It brings back great memories of my Super Bowl greatness. Uh, it's, it's just this, well, I mean, it's, it's come to my attention um, <laughs> that I hold many, many Super Bowl records. And uh, I'd just like to share a few things that make me amazing. Please. One, I'm the only person in the history of the Super Bowl to win a Super Bowl on his birthday that corresponded with the the number of the Super Bowl. Holy cow. I turned 32 on Super Bowl 32 and played in that game and single-handedly beat the Green Bay Packers 31-24. So that's one thing. Then... I'm the only person ever to be on on the top three of nine. Uh, it was it was excuse me. It was three of the top twenty teams in Super Bowl history. I was on all three of them. The number one team, rated by ESPN, the Washington Redskins of '91. The number ten team, the 1998 Broncos, and the number nineteen team uh, was the uh, the Super Bowl thirty two. The uh, the 1997 Broncos. So. Uh, just a few Super Bowl facts. For, plus, I was on the all-time Super Bowl team as a guard. So, just a few Dang. Super Bowl facts for you. Nice. Which really, 
which really separate me from the rest of the clowns you have on your show. No, definitely, definitely. How did you how did you come across that Super Bowl thirty two fact? By the way, that's that's amazing. Yeah, well, I made it up, um, <laughs> which I do with most of the statistics I use. Although I did create, and I think this is really going to catch on. I did create a advanced analytics. Uh, I have my own advanced analytics because you know I hate people that like math. I hate them. I hate statisticians. I hate all that stuff. But I came up with an advanced analytic, and it's called the uh, BOO rating or the Boo rating. And that's uh, balls over opponent. If your balls are bigger than your opponent's balls, then you've got a super high blue rating, and you're probably going to win. That's fantastic. It's the Yarbles rating. Oh, All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. So here's what I want to ask you, because you know Mike Shanahan very, very well, and you know there's great coaching in that in that lineage. Yet Kyle Shanahan's been part of the two, two of the bigger Super Bowl collapses that obviously is OC with the Falcons under Dan Quinn, and then giving up that 10-point lead to the Chiefs a few years back. What kind of pressure is he feeling? Now, you wouldn't know because you don't lose Super Bowls, but what kind of pressure might he be feeling? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's got to be under a lot of pressure. And he's such a great coach. Now, the the whole 28-3 to thing, you're the offense coordinator, at some point it's your head coach's job to say, hey, man, uh, time on this clock is more important than the big play. So let's continue to, to run this ball. Let's continue to do these uh, do these things that we do, you know, and, and let's eat up this clock so that we can get out of here with a victory. So I put that more on Dan Quinn than I do on, on Kyle Shanahan because you're like, hey, I'm a, I'm a play caller, and we got this way, calling it the way I call it. Like, I'm going to keep calling it until somebody pulls it back from me. So <clears throat> that one I put more on Dan Quinn. The 10-point, you know, the 10-point um, lead and that loss, which was funny because it's one of the only Super Bowls it's the only Super Bowl I think I went to where I wasn't playing in it. And I went for Fox as a uh, kind of an ambassador to a bunch of, uh, to a bunch of, uh, you know, of, of people that were there as uh, sponsors. And <clears throat> I was sitting in a chief section. I was like on the 45 yard line and I was about seven rows up. And I am like, there, I'm sitting in, in nothing but 30 year old chief fans. Like, <laughs> I'm surrounded by them. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple 30 year old men in tears. Like, I, I was talking so much smack. I was absolutely, <laughs> I literally had a couple 30 year old men in tears. And what are they going to do? Beat me up? Like, I'll crush them. So, I mean, I am just, I am on, I am so knee deep up in these guys' butts about how the Niners are killing them. And then all of a sudden, you know, you hit the wasp play to, Tyreek Hill and the rest is history. And they, I mean, they wiped the little tears out of their eyes and just started going after me. Uh, it was one of the funnest things I've ever had uh, happen to me at the Super Bowl. So it was a really, it was a really cool event. I don't even know what the question was, but <laughs> man, what a great story, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Just telling a story. Who cares what your dumb question was? My story was so much better than your stupid question. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, That's fantastic. We're talking with Mark Schlereth as we do every week, and now I'm hesitant to ask a question or no, maybe no. just ask yeah. you to tell another Super Bowl story, Mark. Yeah. Oh, you want me to tell you a great Super Bowl yes, story? Yes, please do. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Super Bowl 33, and you've you got to have some lighthearted moments. And so, we're in the uh, Miami Dolphins facility. And they have a like they have a, an area where they have a sauna and a jacuzzi, like a, a hot tub, and they have a, a cold tub. 
And so you're in there doing a contrast bath, back and forth, back and forth, you know, cold tub, hot tub. So I'm just laying around the hot tub, and all of a sudden this big hot tub thermometer floats by. And I grab it, and I'm looking at it. You know, it's one of those long ones that you know what, what the temperature of the hot tub is. Uh-huh. And so I say, there's a Dolphins trainer in there. And I said, hey, dude, go get Greek for me. Now, Steve Ananopoulos was our head trainer. I said, go get Greek for me. <laughs> something's wrong, man. I'm not feeling right. Something, something's happening. So this guy goes scurrying out of the jacuzzi room. And so I step up on the top step. I'm in ankle deep water and I'm hanging over the bar that you have to, you know, that helps you down in, you know, the, the handrail. So I'm hanging over that silver handrail and Greek comes running in. Jim Keller, our assistant trainer comes running in. All the Miami Dolphin trainers come running in. And so I'm hanging over the bar and I'm butt naked and Greek goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? I go, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, all of a sudden, I feel like feverish. I'm dizzy. I like, I can't see. Something's going on. He goes, okay, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Let me help you out. I go, no, I can't get out. I can't go out. I go, do me, do me a favor. And I turned around and I said, check my temperature. I had that, that thermometer hanging out of my butt cheeks. And I, 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 I just fell back. I just fell back into the water with that thing hanging out of my ass. And I was laughing so hard. And so, anyhow, a couple of years ago, I'm in Miami doing the, uh, doing the Super Bowl at Radio Row. And this dude walks up, and I didn't recognize him. And he just looked at me. We're in a break. And he goes, thermometer guy. And then he just walked off. He was a Dolphins trainer at the time. That is a great, you are lying. great Another story. great story from yeah, Mark Schleyer. Yeah. I do have to ask you this question, mm-hmm. because this induced a little bit of eye-rolling, at least for me, and I think for, from, from Bick as well. After the 49ers win the NFC Championship, the social media post that they put out there, against all odds, like credit to the 49ers, they've built a super team. It is a loaded roster, but that whole, like, we didn't, nobody expected us to be here thing, it's a little much, don't you think, Mark? Yeah, they're really super talented. Um, now, what they've done the last couple of weeks, which has been pretty incredible when you think about, you know, Brock Purdy being a Mr. Mm-hmm. Irrelevant seventh rounder and all that kind of stuff. But what they've been able to accomplish the last two weeks, I think they have played. And I did their last two games of the season. So to have a different perspective on how they played all year, mm-hmm. that was collectively the two worst games I've seen them play all year. They were awful. Like, they were defensively, this this group that has been so good, this defensive line that's been so good, they've been getting pushed around. They've been, they've been pathetic. And so it's really interesting to watch um, basically a guy that a lot of people call the game manager and this, that, and the other. That guy hoists a team on his shoulders and in Brock Purdy and scramble around and lead them to a victory against Detroit and do the same thing against uh, the Green Bay Packers two, uh, you know, two weeks before that or a week before that. I think that part has been amazing. But um, the thing that has surprised me is how poorly they played on the defensive side of the ball in these last two games. They went from giving up in the regular season 17 points a game to giving up 26 points a game in the playoffs. They've been awful. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, my last question. I want to ask you about, uh, see, Cliff Kingsbury got hired by the Commanders, and, and I, I must have missed the memo that Cliff was actually a good NFL head coach, but that sounds personal. <laughs> so I'm just going to say this. Caleb, do you think Caleb Williams is going to pull off a power play? Do you think he's going to tell the Bears, don't draft me because I ain't coming to you? What, what do you think's behind all this, if anything at all? Yeah, yeah it feels that way, doesn't it? Yeah. It feels like he wants to go, um, and it feels like they hired Cliff Kingsbury simply to uh, to attract Caleb Williams to Washington. So, you know, I mean, it's been done before. Elway did it, said he wouldn't play for Baltimore. Went and be, he was a Yankee for a short time, and then, you know, they made the trade and got him into Denver. Uh, Eli Manning did it. He said, I'm not going to play for A.J. Smith and the Chargers, the Lord of No Rings. Yep, um, Lord of No Rings. <laughs> He got pushed over to the Giants. So, um, yeah, you know what? It does feel it does feel like that. It does feel like something big is going to happen on draft night. Mark, always a pleasure, man. Great, stuff, Great man. storytelling. Great we'll enjoy those for years. Uh, we'll, See we'll, you, Mr. Thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> thermometer guy. Uh, thermometer guy. 98.6, baby. <laughs> and I only, let me say, I only go rectally because I am a stickler for accuracy, guys. Stickler. Thank you, brother. Be well, Mark. We'll Later. talk to you soon. Mark Schlereth, 104.3 The Fan in Denver, NFL on Fox. He joins us every Wednesday to talk NFL here on Bickley and Murata Mornings on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. We're going to our website, ArizonaSports.com. We're looking at today's poll question about Bradley Beal. I just mentioned in the update that he's going to have to deal with that broken nose he talked about last night after the game, needing to get surgery on it. He said it probably looks like an S. (laughs) So this question has four options for you to vote on. Has Bradley Beal playing through a broken nose changed your opinion of him as as a person and as a player? Not changed, enhanced. Enhanced, okay. So the four options to vote on are yes, I used to think he was soft. (laughs) Yes, I think even higher of him than I already did. Vic, it sounds like that's your option. Uh, No, it doesn't change my mind about him. It does nothing. Or no, he's pushing it too hard. Yeah, B, you're right. That's where I'm at. that's, That's where I'm at, too. Okay. Yeah. Place to vote for, I think, even more of him than I already did. 49% of our voters agree with you, too. 26% say, no, this does nothing for me. 23% say, yes, I think more of him now because I used to think he was soft. 2% think he is pushing it too hard. Wow, really? Where's the option that says, yes, I used to think he had a perfect-looking nose? (laughs) But now it's an S. And now it's all ruined. Now it looks like S. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) That is today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. This, that, and the other. You can deal with this, or you can deal with that. All right, we haven't done this in a while, Jared. It has. It's been a while. Keeping it fresh. Just waiting for the inspiration. So this is this, that, and this will be an addition of this, that, or the other, because there are three options. Okay. The uh, game is called Super Bowl or Super Bowler. 
So Super Bowler or Super Bowler. All right. Super Bowl or Super Bowler. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give it one more time. I didn't cry. Super Bowl or Super Bowler. Okay. So uh, Sarah and I will give you a fun fact. And the fun fact will either be about Super Bowl quarterback Patrick Mahomes or Hall of Fame bowler Pete Weber. Okay. Or both. So the fun facts will either be true about Patrick Mahomes, Pete Weber, or both. I would say both. There you go. So I'll start off right here with an easy one. Uh, Who's this for? This is for Dan Bickley. Yes. I'll give to Dan. Sarah will give to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dan, the father was a professional athlete as well. That would be, wow, that would be both. That would be both. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' father, Pat Mahomes, was an MLB uh, pitcher, I think. And you think? You think. He, Briefly, yeah. it hasn't been talked about think. at all. Pete Weber. <laughs> Pete Weber's father was Dick Weber. Uh huh. Another a bowling hall of famer. Yes. You did describe them as professional athletes, right? Well, yeah. Come on. Hey, he was a, he was a pro in his sport. He was. He was a pro in his sport. <laughs> and I should not be denigrating bowlers if slip with my bowling and, skills. And, listen, and they good. say the same thing about billiards. Any sport you can play hammered is not a sport. <laughs> Any sport that you are better. at at Hammer is not well, a sport. Right? Yeah, where does golf fit in? Where does golf fit in? Somewhere in the middle. All right, Vince Murata, Super right. Bowl or Super Bowl-er? This guy starred in a documentary entitled A League of Ordinary Gentlemen. I'm going uh, Pete Weber. Super Bowler. And you would be correct. That yes. is correct. You have a point on the board. He's keeping score. He's yes. got the pen out. Give this is all I have, man. <laughs> I love it. All right. I love it. Dan. Yes. Only way I stoke my competitive Ferret. fires. This person has an endorsement with Oakley sunglasses. Ooh, Pete Wetzel Bowler. Give me the pro bowler. That is incorrect. Oh. That is Patrick Mahomes. Pete Weber wears a different style of sunglasses. I, okay. I, I, I forgot what it was. Something with X's. Something with X's, I, but yes, he is, I think. That, it was a trick. It was very tricky because Pete Weber is known for wearing sunglasses while he bowls. That is true. But they are not Oakley's. Sarah. Yes. All right. This guy, Super Bowl or Super Bowler. This guy. Hey, this guy over here. This bleeping guy. This guy. Part owner of a professional pickleball team. Uh, that would be uh, Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes. That's two points for you, Vince Morales. Oh, Vince Morales. You are correct. Ma- mark him down, Vince. Now I'm going to mark. I'm going to do the Pete Weber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Dan. He's Pete. investing in a Miami pickleball team. Patrick Mahomes or Pete Weber. Mm-hmm. Uh which one of them, or both, which one uh, is a resident of Missouri? Ooh. I'm going to say pro bowler, Pete Weber. You do know that Patrick Mahomes plays for the I do know that. Kansas City Chiefs, so the answer is both. Oh, okay. Doesn't mean Why he's a mean, resident. Mean he well, he's a, he, he does live there for at least part of the year. Sarah. I okay. thought he just flew in for games. Right. <laughs> All right. Super Bowl or Super Bowl or Vince Morata. This guy won Rookie of the Year. Pete Weber, Patrick Mahomes, or both? 
Uh, that would be uh, Pete Weber. You are correct. Yeah. Three for three, Vince Morata. He was a real youngin'. I'm, Pete Weber. I haven't really talked about uh, my vast knowledge of Pete Weber's I, career. I never realized it until <laughs> just now. It never came up on the air, I guess. <laughs> Dan. Yes. Which one of these two, or both, pro bowler, pro bowler, mm-hmm. has an under Ted handicap in golf? Under Ted. Oh, uh, that's 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 the pro bowler. That's Patrick Mahomes. That is both as well. Wow. Pete Weber Weber claims to be a scratch golfer. Wow. Claiming to be a scratch golfer and being a scratch golfer. I I don't know what to tell you. Patrick Mahomes is a seven handicap. So both very good golfers. I'm a scratch golfer, too. After about four holes, I just go scratch. (laughs) (laughs) Scratches up his scorecard. All right. Sarah. Last one, do we think, for Vince? Yeah, last one each. Okay. Since Vince is blowing me out. Super Bowl or Super Bowler, this guy has tweeted a gif of Pete Weber yelling his famous catchphrase from 2012, Who do you think you are? I am! <laughs> it is really one of the most, It still makes me laugh every great. time I see it. It is great. It's unbelievable. Like, it's bowling! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. It's actually both. They've both done it. Oh, Pete Weber, of Pete Weber has tweeted his own gif is, of yeah, his most famous moment. Yeah, which, that's pretty... That's bad on my part. I should have known. Yeah. That would be right on but Mahomes. Brand. Yes, Mahomes, uh, when they won the AFC Championship game last year, tweeted that. Yeah. yeah. Very, very uh, competitive game. Yeah. Yeah, we're learning get, a lot today. Get to, yeah, sure. You, very, didn't very. Find, you didn't know that they, they both have appeared on The Tonight Show? They've both been two-time players of the year. They have a lot in common. More than we ever would have thought. <laughs> They're both Chiefs fans. Oh, I that's right. Okay. Pete Weber is a Chiefs fan. So there you go. That is how you play. This, wow. that, or the other. Pro bowler. Pro bowler. <laughs> <laughs> Join star outfielder Corbin Carroll at his inaugural baseball pro camp February 17th at Mountain Point High School. Boys and girls eight, uh, grades 1 through 8 can join Corbin for baseball skills, drills, and fun. Visit CorbinCarrollCamp.com for information and registration or enter to win a spot in the camp. At ArizonaSports.com slash contest. Coming up next, the WM Phoenix Open one day away from the big event. Today's the Pro-Am, a star-studded Pro-Am. We'll get the lay of the land and all the latest from uh, Ryan Woodcock, Director of Communications at the WM Phoenix Open. Next, Bickley and Murata Mornings here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Bickley and Murata, song of the day. What is this? You're gonna fire this rat! <laughs> Shut up, Beavis. He's a one-man cartoon, this uh, guy. Yeah, aren't I? You Man, are. The talents I'm unleashing on the world. Full admission, never heard this song before. Never knew it existed before good. about five minutes ago. But I asked Dan Bickley for a song of the day. And the great thing about search engines now is you can basically search for a song named after any phrase yes, you want. Yes. In honor of today's festivities here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, uh-huh. this is a band called Racer X from 1999, a song called Technical Difficulties. Right. 
for those who missed it, when the blast was due to be blasted, there was nothing but a raging guitar solo and a look of absolute panicked horror on Jared's face. Can we replay Jared's <laughs> segment <laughs> tomorrow? Instant, yeah. an instant tomorrow show. I want to hear it. I want to hear you. The, the only thing that was missing was guess who it is. Sometimes you just got to roll with the punches. Yep. Sometimes you do. Jared, you're a rock, man. You hold it down. <laughs> Racer X technical difficulties. Please stand by. Today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Yeah, big weekend ahead of us out at uh, TPC Scottsdale. WM Phoenix Open. First round action gets underway. Uh, Lots of uh, new stuff to talk about. Mm. Lots of questions due to the weather conditions. Here to talk about it with us, the Director of Communications at the WM Phoenix Open. Ryan Woodcock, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Woody, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning. What's up, guys? Uh, we always hope for cooperation from Mother Nature for such an event. It's such a signature event in our town. Uh, Mother Nature does not always cooperate, which is kind of the case right now. Give us the latest and what people, because there's there's record numbers going out there, as you know, uh, Woody. Uh, give us the latest on the conditions and, and how it kind of alters things, if you could. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, really. It's a golf course, and it's a beautiful day. The golf course is beautiful. We got all the rain last night, so I woke up. Everything's cool. However, um, it did kind of a mess with a lot of our our grass field parking lots. So um, that's kind of the big messaging of the day today. Although a lot of those lots are are closed for the day to kind of dry them out, um, and we're encouraging people to really utilize our our free parking areas at Westworld and at Salt River Field especially because there's a lot of room. Uh, over at those two things, uh, go to the website to kind of see parking maps and directions and really, really, really encouraging people to ride share to get here, to get dropped off and walk over. It's really the easiest way. Yeah. That's really the havoc that it wreaks this morning. It's really just about parking. And, 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 and like you say, for people who have the good parking passes, it takes a little bit of patience and understanding uh, given what you guys are dealing with today. Especially, yes, because, you know, we tried to get that message out. And a lot of people are like, well, I have this lot parking passes, as we know you do, but unfortunately – to try to keep this parking available for the rest of the weekend when actual golf starts. We need to kind of try to dry them out today. So, again, yes, everyone, uh, practice patience. Be kind to the, to the security people that are directing you. Um, and, again, utilize Westworld and, and Salt River Parking or Rideshare. Gotcha. Now, the uh, the Pro-Am at the WM Phoenix Open is is awesome, and it's it's very unique because more people attend the Pro-Am than do most regular rounds of golf at other PGA Tour stops. What do you got going on today in terms of celebrities? What's it looking like? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're exactly right there. Um, I tell people, for me, it's one of my busiest days because we have so many celebs out here. We got, you know, Zach Gallon and Tori Lovello and, and, and Jonathan Gannon and, um, some of those local guys, we have, you know, Fitz is out here, Michael Phelps, the regulars. Um, but we got some new ones, too. Nate Bargatze, the comedian. A lot of people want to come check him out. Uh, Glenn Powell, hangman from Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we posted on social last night that he's out here playing, and nothing just killed. Um, Carly Lloyd, uh, Dylan Dreyer from the Today Show. Uh, you know, there's just so many people, uh, celebrities out here. And, again, it is one of our biggest days of, of the week because of that, and so many fans want to come out. And, like I said, it's Despite all the rain yesterday, the sun's out. It's a little cold, 
but it's a gorgeous day out here at the golf course. So um, we're still looking at having a good day. Do we have our fingers crossed for the weather forecast going forward? I, I loved your email. You're like, he asked me, and I'm just going to tell you, it's just going to blow on by. <laughs> well, I said that about this one. I said, let's get it let's get it out Tuesday night so it's out here Wednesday, and that works. We're, we're kind of looking at it. It's, it's, it's kind of the Arizona weather. It's 30% chance of rain on Thursday or 45% chance of rain on Saturday. Who knows what that means? Um, and I'm not a meteorologist. Um, but, you know, kind of knowing this, I, I feel like the worst was behind us. I think this was the biggest one um, that we were looking at. But, you know, we might have some sprinkles on and off and some rain and people can get prepared. But people are still going to still come out here, have fun, yep. have a few drinks and enjoy the people's open. Yeah, yeah. nothing stops the party no! out there, Woody. We Thank know you, Woody. That. Brian Woodcock, Director of Communications at the WM Phoenix Open, giving us the latest. Uh, if you're headed out today. They want to dry out those parking lots. Yeah. West World Salt River Fields ride share. Yes. If you've got a great parking pet, just deal with it, folks. Yes. Have a good attitude. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks to Woody. Thanks to Mark Schlereth for his storytelling, or as we'll refer to him as Thermometer Guy. And thanks to Bobby Marks. We'll catch you tomorrow morning at 6. Wolf and Luke, live from Sin City, next.